0: And he says, you're late. And I was like, Charlie, come on. It's 3.01. More than three years of working here. I'm late by one minute, one time. I think you can give me a pass. (laughs) And I'll never forget what Charlie said, which was, all right, Kevin, no problem. On your recommendation letter, I'll write, usually arrives on time. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick this show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. If you've listened to this podcast for more than 10 seconds, you know that my entire goal is to get you to schedule more visits. Most major gift fundraisers fail in this industry because they do not do the difficult, scary work of scheduling visits with the right people consistently. The majority of my success in major gifts came from constantly seeking to become as effective as possible at scheduling visits. I read tons of sales books, watched YouTube videos from sales experts, and studied Jerry Pannis' materials on the matter. On top of that, I practiced. The things I learned from experts gave me the confidence to actually make the calls. Today I have a great resource that I highly recommend you download. Greg Warner from Market Smart, this episode's sponsor, has put together a guide to help you schedule more visits. It's titled Top 10 Tips for Landing More Meetings. Not only does Greg run a company that enables major gift fundraisers to be more effective, but he is a successful entrepreneur That has scheduled countless meetings and been on the receiving end of many people trying to schedule meetings with him. He knows a thing or two about this subject and provides 10 great tips, starting with a quote from someone you know I talk about on this podcast all the time, Jerry Panis. Greg is the real deal, and this guide will help you schedule more visits. Go download it now at imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. That's imarketsmart.com forward slash more meetings. The bonus tip, number 11, is my personal favorite. Let me know what you think. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to One Visit Away. Sorry, this episode is coming to you on a Thursday. My whole schedule has been a little off. I think most of you saw by now I uploaded something on Saturday that was supposed to be uh, put up the previous Monday, but... Things are kind of crazy right now, uh, some huge changes coming that I'll be able to tell y'all more about in the next episode, but until then, I wanted to give y'all a quick, ep- quick episode, um, just some reflections from uh, some things I learned uh, working in the campus safety office at the University of Dallas, specifically from Charlie Stedman, who was the director of campus safety uh, the whole time I was there and Charlie was my first boss uh, really in, in a you know, professional capacity and he just passed away this past week and uh, so it's fresh on my mind and think there's some things you guys will uh, enjoy uh, that I learned from a great man who left a great legacy at the University of Dallas. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, as always, if you're enjoying the podcast, leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts and share this with other development professionals. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. So for those of you who don't know, uh, when I uh, entered the University of Dallas as a freshman, one of the things that I qualified for uh, in a type of financial aid was, was, uh, to do a work study program. And so the first week on campus, I had to, there was like a job fair, essentially, where you could see all these different opportunities of places you could work on campus. And, you know, you could work in the library, you could work in the little coffee shop, the cat bar, uh, it's called at UD, all kinds of different things you could do. And one of the options was being a student dispatcher in the campus safety office, And for whatever reason, I wound up speaking to Charlie, who was the director of campus safety. And uh, we had a nice conversation and I wound up uh, applying and got the job. And man, it was quite the experience. Charlie was at UD for a very long time, many years before I got there and several years after as well. But he just... uh, he was the first real boss that I ever had. Um, you know, I'd done plenty of uh, jobs, uh, cutting grass, stuff like that, but never never had a, a real boss, I guess, until I worked for Charlie, and what an experience that was. Um, one of the things that I loved so much about working in the campus safety office, and th- this might seem kind of uh, strange, but I, I worked there for three full school years and then the summer going from my junior to senior year of college. And I worked there full time that summer um, from, yeah. And so so anyway, spent a lot of time there. And there were so many things learned. Uh, one of them, Charlie, uh, he had just, he was just such a unique individual. And one of the things I appreciated about the job was just how serious uh, it was, like, It wasn't like many of the other jobs on campus where it was just kind of, well, you just sit around, you get some studying done, and occasionally you might have to check a book out for somebody at the library. Um, This was, like, very serious. Um, You were, as a student dispatcher, if anything happened on campus, the first place they called was the number that we would answer as the student dispatcher, and we would coordinate uh, with the campus safety officers and the local police or fire or anything like that. Uh, and so we were kind of the, the point person like, com- you know, uh, disseminating communication to all the different people. And so it was, I mean, most of the time you weren't doing anything. You were just sitting there studying, but then all of a sudden a call would come in and there was some serious, uh, intense situation that was going on. Uh, but it was it was just it was great getting to work for Charlie because a, a couple things just a few things about this guy. Uh, he demanded excellence. This was not a job you could just come in, show up whenever you wanted, and kind of you know, half a it. This was this was you're going to perform in this way, and if you don't or you can't, you're gone. Uh, he took it very seriously because there was serious stuff at stake. And, uh, you know, I appreciate There were so many protocols for everything. But anyway, that stuff's kind of unimportant. He had very high expectations. And <laughs> I was one of his star student workers. And after three full years of working there during the summer, I was there full time. I was I was doing a volunteer internship during the day. So from like 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Then I would leave that, drive back to campus, and I would work from 3 to 11 p.m. in the campus safety office. And one day during that summer, so this is like three and a half years of working there, I, I show up. My shift starts at 3, and you got to clock in, and it's 3.01 when I arrive. And Charlie, <laughs> I can still picture him. Uh, lounged out in, in one of the office chairs in there, smoking his e-cigarette, and he says, you're late. And I was like, Charlie, come on. It's 3.01. Th- more than three years of working here. I'm late by one minute, one time. I think you can give me a pass. <laughs> and I'll never forget what Charlie said, which was, all right, Kevin, no problem. On your recommendation later... On your recommendation letter, I'll write, usually arrives on time. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was the funniest thing. But there is a lesson here. Um, Charlie was, he was somewhat joking, but he was also at the same time very serious. Like I said, Charlie demanded excellence. Um, when your shift Starts at 3 p.m., you arrive at 3 p.m. or earlier. No excuses. Like, that's what you do. And that has stuck with me my whole life. That line that he told me usually arrives on time. I remember that probably once a week because being on time is so important, especially in what we do in major gifts. You've only got one chance to provide a first impression to someone. And when you're going to visit with somebody who has the ability to make a tremendous difference for your organization, be on time. It's amazing to me how uh, people I've I've seen in this industry, or just like any any industry, will show up to things 10 minutes late, an hour late. They might get there two hours late, just blowing off other people's time. That is not okay. Like, obviously, every now and then, something can happen. And if it does, let the person you're (laughs) going to meet with know and apologize for it. But um, when you get a visit scheduled with somebody who could give a million dollars to your organization, and you show up 30 minutes late because you got a flat tire, like, you don't want to be in that position. And you can always go back and blame it on the circumstance. but. At a certain level, you need to leave early enough to know that you're going to make it on time, even if something like that occurs. So, and, and I think the, the real key with Charlie there, when he was saying that, usually arrives on time. He was joking a little bit, but, but I think the main thing is like, always be who you are. Always be someone who arrives on time. Not just some of the time, but let your benefactors know. Like, Bob is the type of person that arrives on time. You need to be the type of person that's trustworthy, reliable, and can be counted on so that they feel comfortable enough giving referrals to you. Um, Nobody wants to give referrals to somebody that's always late and doesn't respect people's time. And, yeah. So, yeah, always be on time. I love that line from Charlie, and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm glad I was able to over the years every time I saw him, uh, you know, could bring up that story and told him how much of an impact he had on me, uh, personally and professionally in just demanding excellence. I think that's something that uh, sometimes is neglected in the nonprofit world. Is uh, it's okay to just be average, and that was not okay with Charlie. I am extraordinarily grateful that I got to work for that man. He did an incredible job at UD and now I'm just thinking about it. I'm just reminiscing a little, but um working in that office was incredibly transformative. Uh, you know, going to a university is fantastic and I think many people should do it, but the the things I learned in the classroom were certainly valuable. But to me, just personally, I've never been, you know, a super academic person. The conversations that I had with you know fellow classmates, professors outside of the classroom, uh, and then all of those thousands of hours spent in the campus safety office, sitting with those campus safety officers, just talking about life. Um, just hearing about the stuff they've experienced, hearing about personal finance from Super Dave, uh, so many things that I learned from those guys That uh, and conversations that'll just stick with me forever. So today's lesson, always be on time. Charlie was a great guy. He's going to be tremendously missed and I hope if anything this episode helps you to uh, more things in place to ensure that you're on time when you get visits scheduled let people know that you are the type of person that arrives on time that keeps their word is honest is confidential that's the other thing about charlie we saw a lot of stuff in that campus safety office that was strictly confidential and you could not talk about it outside of that room and that is something that i learned from charlie that i am extraordinarily grateful for um Working in major gifts, confidentiality is key, and letting people know that you are not the type of person that just spreads their business all over the place is incredibly important. So yeah, today's lessons, be on time, keep things confidential, follow Charlie's advice and way of life, and you will succeed in major gifts. That was a Kevin Fitzpatrick solo episode of One Visit Away. I hope you enjoyed uh, just some of my reflections about the life of Charlie Stedman, just some of the things I learned from uh, my first real boss and somebody that I will always look up to and respect and be thankful that I had. Um, Someone that taught me so much about excellence, confidentiality, being on time, and just staying cool in difficult situations. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from showing up on time, letting somebody know that you're the type of person that's trustworthy, and closing a significant gift for your organization.